Welcome to The Luxentis Show, where I share tips on how to create and lead successful people-centric organizations. Hi, I'm Jocelyn Moriners, CEO of Luxentis, a leadership and team training company offering at-your-pace online courses and implementation-style workshops. Make sure to check out our website for available courses and download the top five reasons businesses struggle to attract and retain top talent and what to do about it. It's quite typical for organizations to promote from within. In fact, you may have identified an extraordinary team member that has demonstrated leadership qualities in a variety of situations, and you're just waiting for the right opportunity to be able to promote them. Well, that is certainly a great start. But that is a start. Because although they may possess deep expertise in executing tasks and collaborating with colleagues, obtaining positional power changes the dynamics. So what can leaders do to help ensure that newly appointed managers have been provided with the basic essentials to also be effective? Well, the very first thing is choosing the role model mindset. Yeah, I know we we hear it all the time. Yes, the leader has a role model. And so it's not exactly new, but it is essential. It's like, it's one thing to know about it, but are you actually doing it? And leading by example is absolutely one of the fundamental pillars of effective leadership. That infamous, you need to walk the talk is real. You can't just say one thing, then behave a completely different way, and then expect the team to be like, oh yeah, no, what the person says is absolutely what we're going to do. It doesn't work that way. (laughs) So as a new leader, your team will come to you for guidance. Well, even if you're an experienced leader, the team will likely come to you for guidance. But in this context, we're talking about what can we do to help guide the new leaders, the ones that you recently promoted? Well, it's important to let them know this, that the team will come to them for guidance. And that, again, actions do speak louder than words. And so by modeling the behavior that you expect from your team, you establish trust and credibility. And so you really need to remind that to the new leader so that they really recognize it, that they understand that eyes are on them to demonstrate integrity, professionalism, a strong work ethic, enthusiasm, commitment to the work. Because if the leader's checked out, Guess what's going to happen? The team members are going to start to check out too. And so when you lead by example, you set the tone for the entire organization. And being that positively impactful leader requires choosing to be a role model. 
And when you share that with a new leader, reassure them because it may feel scary to them. That whole concept of what all eyes are going to be on me. They're going to be watching every move I make. That's going to be so stressful. But reassure them that it's okay, that it's not about always being right, not about always having the answers, but it is, at least if you have the mindset, if you try, if you show up, then that will have an impact. I mean, let's face it, right? <laughs> if I'm if I'm perfectly transparent here, uh, I haven't exactly been perfect and I haven't behaved the right way all the time or said the right things all the time. I made plenty of mistakes. And I'm sure if you're an experienced leader, you have your share of mistakes as well. It's totally normal. It's part of, part of, of growing as a leader. It's part of growing as human beings. And so if you're able to even share maybe a story or two when you made a mistake, maybe even a story that involved that new leader, then great. Because then if they're involved in whatever happened and you bring it back, then they get to see it through a different lens now that they are also managers. So just try to be a role model by consistently embodying the values and behaviors that you would like to see within the organization. A second thing is navigating the feedback minefield. Everybody says, oh, feedback's important, feedback's important. It is important and it is not easy. Feedback is a powerful tool for growth and development. But to be effective, it is crucial that it's provided in a timely manner and that it is constructive feedback. How many times have we seen some condescending language or some negative remarks being disguised as, this is just feedback, I'm trying to help you, but really they're not. <laughs> So really be aware of that. Be aware that team members may feel the comment differently as well if it's coming from a colleague or a supervisor. Maybe that same element of feedback, if it came from their colleague, they would receive it differently. So make sure that you impart that knowledge to your new leaders and managers. Also remind them that the feedback should be specific, it should be objective, and it should be focused on behavior or performance. It's really easy to start talking about personal characteristics or start using blaming language. Oh, you should have done this, you should have done that, and why didn't you do this and that? And even tone, sometimes if we get a little frustrated, it can can come come out and come through and that person is receiving that. And even though, I'm just gonna say, even though it may be accurate, we're still trying to encourage the person to want to do things a certain way. And I know some, I'm already hearing it, right? Some people are like, well, I'm giving them a paycheck, that should be enough. Yeah, no, it's not. If you want, the truly highly performing people, then 
That's what you need to do. I heard this absolutely wonderful term, the uh, wonderful Carrie Siggins from uh, Stone Age. Um, she shared the term paycheck player. I, I hadn't heard that before. And I just love that concept. I don't not love the concept, but the term is so illustrative to be a paycheck player, someone who was only there for their paycheck. You don't want that. <laughs> if you want, if you have a team of paycheck players, your, your, your organization is going to fall behind. So to help avoid that, you really want to find a way to provide feedback that is in a constructive manner. And, you know, please and thank you. That really goes a long way. I all the time say things like, I would really appreciate it if you could please. Yes, of course, I'm not just asking, <laughs> but the way I'm asking is, is better than, hey, do this. You know, <laughs> it's just, it feels nicer. So it, it takes just a few more moments to add those extra kind words in there, and it makes a difference. Also, when possible, make sure to celebrate the successes and acknowledge the achievements. If the only thing that's being done in, in providing feedback is just the things that need to be improved, that gets really discouraging. At one point, it's like, hey, am I doing anything right? So you want to make sure that your new leaders, new managers understand that. For sure, as I just said, it's important to bring up and discuss areas for improvement. But we really want to celebrate the achievements as well. I mean, surely the, the team member has done some great things as well, because otherwise, why are they there? <laughs> so depending on how new the leader is at managing, you might need to reassure them more that it's okay for team members to have better ideas, that it's all about creating a safe and supportive environment where feedback flows both ways. So just let them know that it's all about welcoming input and suggestion from team members. And this will help improve trust and communication as well. Another thing that could we could do is fostering a positive work environment. So that's something that the new leader manager can focus on. Fostering a new po a positive work environment is essential for a thriving organizational culture. So make sure that the new leader understands how they play a role in this. They're not just there to support, but also to create that environment. It is also their responsibility to create that space where individuals feel valued, where they feel respected, where they feel empowered. Now, it's important to also make sure that they understand the difference between a positive environment and toxic positivity. We don't want to be all, everything is wonderful all of the time. No, that is not good at all, because then it forces people to not show up as themselves. And if they are struggling with something, then they're just going to put it aside, put on a mask, pretend that everything is fine. And we can't support them, truly support them, if we have this toxic positivity culture where everybody is great and everybody's doing wonderfully and nobody brings problems. So we don't want that. So we want to ensure that everybody's more open and that creates responsiveness 
because the more open we are, the more aware we are. Of course, talking in a professional setting, setting here, so uh, most relationship will remain professional. So uh, that idea of, of positivity and, and culture and team closeness and all that stuff, uh, some people go so far as to say, my team is family. I don't believe in that. Um, and I think it creates, that's a whole other, <laughs> that's a whole other episode, but, uh, I, I don't agree with that concept. I think it creates a, a, an unnatural state. It, we can be friendly. We can have fun. Some, some relationships can evolve into actual friendship and that's awesome at the same time. Uh, it's not family. I mean, we're not going to terminate a family member for their poor behavior. Okay, we might cut them out and not stop to speak to them anymore, but that, that's a whole other thing. So I, I just feel that to keep things on the professional side and just remind everyone that, hey, you know, we, we are colleagues. I believe in just setting the tone that this is a professional setting, even though we can be friendly and have fun together and share a laugh and get to know each other. Uh, there is still that that line. So as part of creating this positive culture, take the time to recognize and appreciate the unique contributions of each team member. That's something that I've experienced that I absolutely love. I th think this is one of my favorite things, getting to know what each team member brings that no one else does, because they do. You can have a whole team of people doing the exact same thing in terms of general tasks, titles, general knowledge, but their personalities and unique experiences gives them something different. And they each bring just something a little bit unique than uh, the others and that's my favorite thing, uncovering what, what's that little thing that you have that no one else does. And that actually plays to the leader's advantage in the sense that then when you're faced with a complex situation, you're, you know who you can approach because, ooh, that person is particularly good at that particular thing. I'm going to approach them and see what they think. So uh, really take explain to your new leaders to take the time to do that is it is worth it. I I promise you it's worth it. Um, so what does this all mean? So we we've tried to help, uh, support the new leaders and we've created a, a positive culture. We've talked about the feedback and we've uh, imparted the role model mindset. Well, now it's really about accompanying the new leader because. This new leader, in addition to continuing to advance the technical aspects of their work, they will be more likely to thrive earlier in all aspects of leadership if they have some form of support as they balance out their skills in their new role. So consider whatever form that may take for your organization. From a book club led by a senior manager, to lunch and learns, to 
regular mentoring and coaching sessions while they ramp up. Just pick something that makes sense and guide the new leaders in their growth. In turn, as they improve those skills, they may just inspire the team to reach new heights of success. I hope this episode helped generate ideas and potential solutions. If you know someone who could use this message today, please make sure to share it with them. And if you're feeling particularly generous, why not rate and review wherever applicable? I'd really appreciate that. So thank you for listening and let's all continue working on creating and leading successful people-centric organizations.